and welcome to the Nourishing Soulfully podcast, a podcast for those who wish to live a gentler, kinder way of life. Oh, I am so delighted to have you here. This is season two of the podcast and I'll be interviewing some truly wonderful souls on their journey in self-kindness. But first, I'd better introduce myself. I'm Peter, a self-kindness and intuitive eating coach. I live in Cornwall and work with soulful nourishers all over the world with one-to-one and group coaching programs. I always have a cup of tea in my hand and a cat within stroking distance. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. Just search at Nourishing Soulfully and visit nourishingsoulfully.co.uk for updates on new courses, workshops and one-to-one offerings. At the moment on the website, there's a brilliant five-day video course on creating balance in your life, which is free of charge and you can join the Nourishing Soulfully Club too to gain access to the library full of workshops, courses, ebooks, and audio meditations and breathing techniques. But that's enough about me for now. Let's delve into this week's episode of the Nourishing Soulfully podcast. Oh, today on the Nourishing Soulfully podcast, I am joined by the wonderful Emma of Bowtie. Emma, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Very excited. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. And um, I imagine that quite a few of the listeners will already know who you are, but it would be brilliant if you could kind of introduce yourself and tell us about your business as well. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so I'm Emma from Bowtie. Um and I started my business in October 2012 um, and back then I was making men's accessories so like ties, bow ties and pocket squares for predominantly the wedding industry yeah. um, and then I bought out a dog range called Dog and Bow in 2015 um, and then fast forward to 2020 when wedding season disappeared so I pivoted into bringing out scrunchies um, and then a lot changed for my business from there because I just built like a whole new community. It's nice to yeah. bring out a product for women. Um, and the main sort of USP about my business is that I use predominantly like reclaimed and vintage fabrics that I mostly source in charity shops. Oh, I love it. And I love shop. a charity shop. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just so much, it's just like getting into a treasure trove. You don't know what you're going to come out with. And I love that. That's yeah, me too. I prefer going clothes shopping in a charity shop or at a boot sale than I do in, in like a shopping center yeah 100% I think I get overwhelmed in like a shopping center yeah no same and also like you might see I always get gravitate towards the things which aren't on sale um because I don't know why but they just seem to look shinier and nicer and wonderful and yet like in charity shops I don't know about you but I don't tend to kind of look at sizing of anything I look at patterns and like textures and then I just think like, yeah. oh, more or less, it, if it's going to kind of fit me, if it's too big, then great. It will just be baggy. I can kind of do a few things to make it fit or I can kind of maybe cha- alter it slightly with my very yeah. limited alteration skills. But there isn't such a huge kind of focus on sizing and shape of the kind of clothing in a charity shop no not at all like, I do not pay attention to sizes and that's the it's thing amazing, as well though. like I find the clothes in charity shops they're comfy because they've been worn in yeah they don't have that like kind of new clothes feel yeah I love that so um I've asked you to come on the podcast today to speak about self-kindness and self-kindness in your business and self-kindness in your personal life um and on Elevate A Course in Self-Kindness I speak a lot about kind of creating goals with feeling but not putting too much pressure on the journey towards that goal being a 
exactly how you planned. And I want, I guess I kind of want to ask you about this because you had to do a massive pivot with your business, didn't you? Yeah, definitely. So how did that kind of look for you in terms of like creating those goals? And I imagine that you are someone who creates goals with feeling. You are really into manifestation and, and you're really into yeah. kind of the law of attraction and, and working through things with feeling. Um, how did it feel when lockdown hit and there were no weddings going on and you were predominantly based within the wedding industry? Um, <laughs> it was definitely a crazy time. Like mm. initially, obviously no one really knew how long it would last or what would happen. So my first thoughts were like, okay, fine, I'll just take this as a sign to like work on the business, take a bit of a break, take a step back. And like in a very lucky position, I had some savings that would have covered me for like one or two months or so. Um, But obviously it went on for a lot longer than that. But secondly, I just couldn't like, I just naturally, I am a designer and I am a creator and I always have ideas constantly for products or aspects of the business I couldn't just I did the itchy feet I could just sit around and do nothing yeah um so I was just constantly like brainstorming ideas um I went through different ideas of like so I remember I bought out there was like a saying that I shared that was spread cheer not fear and that was kind of a thing at the beginning of it all and I was going to like create products around that but then that felt too niche because it was very specific to the pandemic and I didn't want to like make something that didn't have longevity yeah um and then it became hair scrunchies because it was just something that's small, something to provide for my community that I've built up that has now become like predominantly female. Yeah. Um, and I had all this fabric in my house to use. I was no longer using for wedding products. So I was like, well, I've got I've got all the resources. I've just got to learn to make a scrunchie. Oh, I love um, it. Which, which I learned how to make via various TikTok videos, mostly <laughs> made by like 12-year-old girls. Um, oh I love it I (laughs) am such a sucker for TikTok oh yeah Mm -hmm. I will get lost in the vortex I've got a um an app on my phone which polices which apps I go on basically it's called one sec and you set it it's a bit tricky to set up but once it's set up um you kind of tell it which apps you would like to be given one second before you enter into the app to kind of think about it rather than thumb memory going on um Ooh. and so it comes up it flashes up the screen and it just says take a deep breath in and it vibrates at the same time so it kind of makes you take this deep breath in hold it and then exhale and then you decide if you would like to go onto the app or not um and it's just been so useful for me with tiktok <laughs> yeah because so good the reason being TikTok knows I like cats and this is my big issue with it. It just seems to show me so many cat videos like the algorithm is spot on for me and I just get lost there for so long. Yeah, do you know, I like it because I think of Instagram. I don't really like see that as that is more like work mode for me. Mm. I feel like when I'm in Instagram, I've got DMs for work. I feel like putting content out there. In it, and I know everybody, not know everybody, but I know like my community there. Yeah. Whereas TikTok's like a nice little escape. Yeah. And I find that I basically, every time I go on there, I gain three things. I find a video that is really, really weird and suited to my taste and makes me laugh like yeah. a lot. <laughs> I always learn some kind of life hack and there's always yeah. some kind of mindset video that comes up. It, it yeah. knows me so well. It ticks three boxes for me. And it's such, and I come, I always come off there like, ah, oh, this is nice. It was a good little like, as long as I'm not on there for too long, because I could lose hours on there, like you said. It's yeah, easy. it's epic. It's it, the algorithms are just so. Oh my I don't god, know. they know they, you so well. They, they do. Really do. They really do. 
Yeah. So how has self-kindness looked for you in the past and how does it look now? And I know it's kind of, this has come at a really good time because you've recently really been going hell for leather when it comes to self-kindness. Yeah, I've just been like this whole like summer break thing. I've been like really just accepting like um, just indulging in the things I want to do without mm. guilt um, and like properly leaning into that because yeah. And I think I just have a lot of like, I have a lot of go-to tools for my mindset. Like, so I know now I've even got a little list in my phone notes. If I'm ever feeling particularly anxious, yeah, I just look at those notes and I've got that list to go to. Amazing. And there's always something on there that brings me back. Yeah. Which I find oh, really helpful fantastic. because when I'm in that like mode, I can't always think properly about what's going to make me pull me out of that. Yeah. But the fact I can just go into my notes and that is there. Yeah. Really, I really find that helps. Oh, that's fantastic. That's a really good idea. Um, when I'm working with young people, I get them to create a box, almost like a first aid box, um, which they go to and it's just full of the things to bring them back. So um, it will oh, be good. like they have written a letter to themselves. I've written a letter to them in there and then they've got things that really work for them. So for some, it might be like some Play-Dohs in there, a journals in there. For others, it might be like fidget toys um, and it's really specific to them. But it, like you say, it's just having things to hand which bring you back. And I love the yeah. idea of having that on your notes app. Yeah, because I know that I'm always going to have my phone on me. Like, yeah, that it just is what it is. So I might as well at least put something on there that I know is like a tool that I can always go to when I need it. Yeah, absolutely. And on these kind of epic solo adventures around the UK, what would you say to someone who would really like to do that, but just for some reason just feels like they can't and maybe they can't even pinpoint why they just feel really anxious about doing something alone even if that's kind of going for a cup of coffee by themselves I think well I was going to say like the first step would be going to a coffee shop on your own yeah um but taking like a distraction with you and even having a time limit and if you're just going for an hour you order Mm. your drink and you've got a book with you or your laptop and or like a task and be like right I've got this little to-do list I'm just going to go in there get that list done and then leave yeah um and if you were like brave enough to go further field of like a day trip or a weekend trip, I would definitely say like, I've got quite used to like having quite loose plans when I do it now, mm. but having a structure, like maybe even yeah. booking where you're going to eat, you've got your accommodation booked, you've maybe booked like a gallery visit and a really like specific structure, because then I think that can also help alleviate any kind of anxiety around it if you know where you're at and what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I guess as well, kind of like treating it as a date with yourself like it's yeah. it's a really nice thing that you're doing for yourself isn't it it's not like bringing yourself back to the fact that hang on a minute I'm being really kind here with myself I'm taking myself out on a date so like getting dressed up doing yeah makeup, exactly like wearing makeup yeah and like I also think like people always get hung up like like say like if you're only a person in a restaurant like on your own you think like people are gonna look at you think like oh they're on their own they've got their friends or whatever but no one cares really everyone's absorbed in either the company they're in or they're by themselves or whether they're with a group they're not really that bothered we just think that everyone is but we're all caught up in our own worlds and our own mindsets that it's not it's just a lot of the time it's it's in your own head yeah absolutely and that's something I always like when I'm speaking to clients one of often clients I work with um, especially adult clients they'd like to do something like swimming but they feel like everybody's going to be watching them in their swimsuit and so therefore they just feel like they can't and it's such an 
it's our human nature to believe that kind of everybody is watching us and it's that survival instinct it's to keep us safe but in, in reality like when you've been to the swimming pool the likelihood is you never even notice anyone around you because you're so preoccupied with yourself anyway and I guess it's just the same like when you're going out for a cup of tea or dinner with yourself or, or whatever it is like I've never noticed anyone alone um when I'm out and about but that's not because like no one's alone far from it it's just because yeah. I haven't been noticing that at all yeah it's exactly that it's just a lot to do with your own conclusions in your own head yeah yeah that's absolutely so in September this is going out in September time ish or beginning October um but in September I'm starting the 90 day manifestation journal which I know you've got as well um I'm so excited about it I'm rather woo like you and very into manifestation and the law of attraction could you tell us a little bit about how this shows up in your life a lot of it is like I just I do say a lot of like cliche things to myself like I find the whole like law of attraction and manifest and the universe thing I find it like a massive comfort so like if something goes wrong or doesn't work out I will just be like once I've got my head around it a lot of the time I will really be like well it wasn't meant to be yeah and the whole like when one door closes another opportunity comes along it just when something goes to not how you expected it I just do think it's making room for something so much better to come along and it's it takes it took me a long time to like get to that mindset massively and I used to be very like catastrophizing and so anxious um and I still have those days but I just have having that mindset it makes it a, 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 like I pull back to myself a lot quicker now because of having the tools and all of those things that I've learned and also it's a lot about like energy like I really do think what you put out you get back massively oh absolutely because even and I often when I'm very talking about anything woo like taking it right strip it right back to the basics if you're not very woo woo at all and you're listening to this and you're like, oh, yeah, but I, get, I don't really see how changing your energy would change things. The moment that we are in that kind of low vibe place, our thoughts about things, our creativity, our ideas, our actions all mirror that place that we're in. And it's yeah. subconscious and we kind of we do things from that low energy place. And so therefore, it really affects the results that we get when we lift ourselves up, even if it's just kind of like listening to your favorite song and giving yourself a bit of a pep talk the thoughts we have and those actions that we take and our behaviors they're totally different aren't they completely like so when I do my if I have days where I don't properly do my morning routine my day is yeah. I swear it's drastically different to the days when I consciously make the effort to do it oh it's, same it totally changes my day the way I start it mm, yeah I find as well if I don't do my morning routine um the day feels um, shorter in terms of like, I feel rushed and I feel like I don't yeah. have enough time to do everything. But when I do do my morning routine, it just feels like I've got everything flows and I have so much time to do stuff. Like I just have space in my life. Yeah, it just makes you feel more, it just, it does make you feel more productive and motivated. Yeah. What does your morning routine look like? Um, so I try not to be on my phone in the morning. I always have it on airplane mode overnight Mm -hmm. so that when I wake up I'm not looking at it to see any messages until I'm ready to take it off always make sure I have when I well I haven't recently but like I put on music when I have my shower have my high vibe playlist Mm. which actually does make such a difference when I do bother to put that on it gets like the energy going have a good breakfast um I know sometimes I'm like have a 
cake or donut which I share on my Instagram but I've been trying to get a bit more into like making smoothies and stuff in the morning just to have yeah. some fruit I um, love a smoothie but nothing wrong yeah. with a cake either for breakfast yeah, exactly. both both of them and it's great yeah. <laughs> and I have found as well like if I have a day where obviously it's not for everyone but like I feel better if I put on makeup and get like mm. dressed up like I could never roll out of bed and wear the pajamas I've been sleeping in all day like I would feel awful yeah just because I would never be able to get into the mode of I was then in sleep mode and now I'm in awake mode it would yeah like compute um so for me definitely showing up and putting on makeup like just gets me in the like the right mode yeah. it feels like I'm just dressing up for the day and it just it, in my head it just makes me feel more just ready for the day it's one of those transition behaviors as well isn't it from like downtime sleep time waking up to transitioning to the day yeah definitely um but I used to be doing like a little um like a little meditation from yeah. Jay Shetty I would do in the morning just like a five minute one and that would make such a difference as well just to like clear my head if I'm if I'm feeling like particularly anxious that or like maybe in some morning journaling as well but mm. not like I don't know it's like that's a massive list like not everyone's got time to do all of that in the morning and I don't always do all of that but there's little things that just make a difference yeah. for sure Absolutely. I always, um, the other day, actually, I was asked about my morning routine on Elevate. And I think I mentioned it in the last episode, um, if it's going out in the order that I've recorded it, um, in terms of, I was then asked, like, but what does your morning routine look like? And I kind of explained what my ideal morning routine looked like. And then I really quickly followed that up with, but that happens maybe 10% of the time in its like wholeness, because ideally, I wake up, I have already the night before like prepped um, some clothes to go out first thing in the morning for a walk and I've even prepped like um, a little thermos flask with my lemon and honey and ginger ready to put hot water in so I go upstairs put the kettle on say hi to the cats get dressed pour the hot water in my flask and then drive down to the beach which is only five minutes away and go for a walk and then come home do some yoga do some journaling maybe pull one of the um cards that I've got I've got a really nice super attractor deck which is all like manifestation cards which are just lovely and then like have a like you said have a shower with like a high vibe playlist and then get ready for the day um and have breakfast and it sounds like so much but in reality I I don't have time to do that every day especially if if like I've got a chronic illness so that means that some days I wake up and I'm just like no I have to have another hour in bed I'm I'm really going to struggle today Mm -hmm. or I need to have breakfast as soon as I get up so I can take medication and kind of feel a bit less painful um yeah Yeah. so it's totally dependent on kind of how the how I wake up but when I plan for it as well and prepare for it it does make a difference so if I've got my clothes ready to go out first thing in the morning if I've got that lemon and honey ready it sounds so silly but because it's ready it's something I don't have to think about in my very sleepy state. Um, and I also got yeah. one of those um, Lumi alarm clocks that kind of does like the sunrise light, which makes yeah, yeah, such yeah. a difference. Because I hate, you know, the alarm where it's like, rah, rah, rah. Oh, oh my God, yeah. it drives me mad. I can't. There's, some, there's a really awful one, isn't there? That sounds like there's going to be like a zombie attack. Yeah. And that is yeah. the one that my ex used to have. And I had to wake up to that every morning and it oh. was the most rude awakening yeah <laughs> that's the one I was that like, why would got. you choose that I know that's exactly oh. what I've said to Fraser and his reply is that nothing else wakes him up 
Do you know what? Yeah. You should get one of those alarms that you have to chase around the house, rolls around, then you've got to get up. I mean, I've got one of those in the form of Katie Cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's horrendous. She has actually started sleeping through the night now for about the past three or four weeks, which has been incredible. But from when we moved from Barcelona to Cornwall, so for about seven months, she didn't sleep during the night. And oh in the God. end, I resorted to earplugs because I was just like, I was a zombie. I just wasn't myself because um, we were sleeping about two to three hours a night. Um, and then having earplugs because I couldn't hear her. I was then not getting up to her. And then, I mean, she's 16. She's absolutely fine. Like nothing was going on. She was just, she just wanted attention. Um, and I think she just realized, oh, hang on a minute. Like my mom is, doesn't care. Like she's going to sleep through this. There's no point in me getting up and causing absolute havoc so she's calmed down she's sleeping through the night as am yeah. I well I mean Snowy's lazy as if I'm hungover and I'm not up till like sometime in the afternoon she's just like accepts that she won't get fed till then poor thing oh you see Tina our other cat Tina is like that Tina. she so I've got four <laughs> yeah I remember <laughs> any newbies around here um there's Arthur and Albert who are brothers and they are ginger ninjas um, and they cause absolute havoc. They sometimes have to be separated. There's a lot of, they always play, but it always gets out of hand. And then there's <laughs> Tina <laughs> and Katie um, who are older and just a lot more chill. Um, so on the subject of routines and morning routines and everything, Emma, how do you show up for yourself every day? Because it really feels like watching your Instagram stories that you're really showing up for yourself. Um, and I like the other day when you were away, you bought a really nice print. Um, and I guess it's those kinds of things I'm on about when I'm saying show up for yourself. Um, yeah, like sometimes I'd wake up and I'd be like, I don't want to. I don't want to be on Instagram today. I don't mm. want to do this. Don't want to do that. Um, but it really is like having a little like pep talk with myself. Yeah. And also like you say, like where you pull like a card, like I've got an affirmation deck. Yeah. Um, I can't think what it's called, but sometimes I'll just randomly pull one of them and it'll just be like a little guide for the day. And even oh, just amazing. the simplest thing from that can really change things. And there's also, there's um a podcast that my friend told me about and it's called The Daily Pep, I think. Yes. Have you heard that one? Oh, it's oh so good. Because they're literally like two minutes. And you're like, what can yeah. happen in two minutes? And honestly, it's all I need to listen to. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm out of my little funk because sometimes I do just, they do say as well, like when you wake up the first thing in the morning, that can be when you're the most anxious. Yeah. And you're just trying to like get into the day, especially as I have really vivid dreams. So sometimes mm. I have really horrible, vivid, confusing dreams. And I'm trying to like get my head around all oh, of that. Same. I yeah, sleep so vivid. It's like a double life sometimes, honestly. It's so oh weird. My goodness. So it's awful, like, isn't it? When you yeah. have those vivid dreams. Yeah. And then you're like, what does that mean? Yeah. So yeah, like putting on those cards and definitely like the play, the music in the shower, like are like my things yeah. that are like if there's no time for anything else, they'd be my two like yeah. go-tos that will help me just get into mode. Um Amazing. and then just knowing that when I do show up as well, when I start like do my Insta stories, even if I didn't yeah. know if I felt like I was going to, and then it just feels, and I just get into the natural flow of it for the day, and then I just feel like, oh no, okay, this is it's another yeah. day, and I'm, I'm good, I'm good to go. It's such, I, I don't know, I found that Instagram 
is such a lovely community like people just they're just so lovely they're so welcoming and I know that there's a really horrible side to Instagram but touch wood I just haven't experienced it personally same I feel I mean I'm in such a lovely little lucky bubble yeah and everyone is so amazing on that I just I am literally like touch wood right now because I'm like oh my god but I feel so lucky um so I guess that that's kind of like, would you say the shower with music is like your, one of your non-negotiables? Yeah, definitely that. And like pulling the card and also mm. reminding myself. So I have my word of the year, which is thrive. Yeah. I even have on a bracelet, which is what kind of got me to do these solo weekends during my time yeah. off. It's like, I've got this free time. What can I do to make the most of it? I like, I've, I'm lucky to have like, I love my house. I love the environment. I have a lovely yeah. little town that I live in, but it's nice to change up your environment. And what can I do like to help me to thrive? And I was like, maybe some time away. Yeah. Um, and I also kind of, I've carried over my word from last year, which is courage as an extra word oh, for this year. And like them combined, basically the words that like helped me yeah. to like do all this like solo weekend stuff for sure. I think as well, when you work at home, most of the time, yeah. it, you have to take yourself away. You've got to take yeah. yourself out of that setting. Yeah, because like, well, one like obviously I work from home but also I will end up just doing like housey things and yeah. not having a break because there's loads I want to do and I will get that done as well and that'll be yeah. really like that's part of my break but I don't want to spend my entire summer break just tidying my house and working Absolutely. that's not a break. I've um I found it really interesting moving back to the UK because I lived in Barcelona for 18 years and so it we all we always had like really warm weather it was always sunshiny um we had like in our little area it was 300 plus days of sunshine a year um and so when we moved here I was like why is it so (laughs) grey even though I'm from Cornwall um, I'd only come back for like a couple of weeks each year and I was just like it really got to me and then on the sunny days I said to Fraser like we really have to take advantage of the sunny days like when the sun shines we need to be out playing because it's not always the case and so I really try to take advantage like when it's grey days when it's raining um, I try and get loads of work done that needs doing if I've got time because when it's sunshiny like I prioritize the stuff that makes me feel really good so at the moment I'm learning how to surf I'm horrendous at it but um it's it's something new for me to focus on and because I've got to focus all of my like attention onto it I don't think about anything else um and I found that as well a couple of years ago I I took myself off to adult ballet classes um I'd always wanted to do ballet I have no hand-eye coordination like anyone that knows me who has seen me on a dance floor will say I'm a very much a mum dancer um there's no dance moves going on there um it's mainly all like the walk to the dance floor just over and over again with me and a lot of like arm movement so I was like I really I always wanted to do ballet when I was little I'm gonna do it I'm gonna sign up to adult ballet like beginner classes and there wasn't I did it for six months there wasn't a single class where I didn't pirouette into the mirror like flat (laughs) like landed flat face into the mirror and the dance teacher she was just like Peter I think you've reached your limit (laughs) my limit really wasn't a limit however the reason I kept going back I mean it was fun I really enjoyed it but 
the main reason I kept going back was it was so mindful. I had no time to worry about anything else, no time to think about anything else. Like it was just yeah, that's amazing. That. I love that. Like you keep going something even if you're not doing it to how you textbook should be or whatever. If it's like an escapism and your mind is happy, then it's like doesn't matter. Totally, completely. Um, yeah. So, have you got any non-negotiables in your professional life? Um. I think it's more like, I don't know if it is a non-negotiable, but like to always listen to and trust my gut. Yeah. Because that, some honestly, sometimes my gut like screams at me. Oh, <laughs> Especially like navigating the dating world mm. and the red flags, I'm just batting away, <laughs> ignoring where my gut's like, you're not listening. <laughs> like, oh, it always knows, doesn't it? My gut has been so right. Yeah. Um, and also I definitely say like putting your, health first like physical and mental even though like I'm I hate cancelling on people I hate letting people down but when you just know you need to like have a rest yeah you just sometimes you just have to set you you have to remove the guilt from saying no especially after the last 18 months or whatever how long it's been oh absolutely I think I use as well have you ever heard of the spoon theory Emma yes I have Yeah, yeah yeah um who is it that spoke about it um I can't remember she on Instagram and she does like a lot of photography. I can't remember her name. It's not very helpful. Um, so I use a spoon theory a lot be- with my friends and family because I've got EDS. Um, some days, yeah. sometimes I just, I have a flare up and that's it. Like I've, I've got about six spoons for the day and I'll use yeah. them all up by lunchtime. And so I just say like, I'm so sorry. I know we planned this, but I've got no spoons left. Like I, I just don't have the capacity. I don't even have the energy to put some clothes on and walk to my car, never mind be with you and socialize. And I think it's just kind of, normalizing that a bit and just making it like yet sometimes we don't have the capacity and energy to do it and the reason the way that I um help clients justify that is by saying like you're then giving your friends and family permission to do the same when they can't show up when they don't have the energy and the capacity to and that is an absolute gift if you're kind of leading the way with that and role modeling that and going I don't have the capacity to do it you're then giving them permission to as well aren't you exactly and again that goes back to like the whole putting the right energy out and law of attraction kind of thing like then it's kind of like it's an equal space and it's like fine to both and to everyone just to be understanding of that which I think is a great thing oh it really is so in terms of like the dating world how have you been kind to yourself when it comes to dating um (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to answer (laughs) no (laughs) it's fine I do you know what I have learned so much about myself since I started dating Mm. um it's mad so I started in like June and throughout that time I've just learned like my boundaries what I'm willing to accept what my like red flags my gut instinct um and also just like knowing when to like persevere because there were times when like it got a bit like crappy like there was some ghosting and I was just like ready to just throw the towel in and be like do you know what they're all all men are crap I don't want to do this anymore but then I listened to like a a podcast that one I keep talking about the new mindset who dis which I'm obsessed with and there was one about like why you shouldn't something like give up on love but it's not obviously doesn't need to be that deep um I basically said like a lot of times like when you're just about ready to give up is when like the good stuff happens 
and then like how I did, true like, is that yeah it's so true and I went on a couple of lovely dates with a really really lovely guy um but we just weren't compatible and he didn't go so he just worked the nicest message ever it was quite formal it's almost like a res- resignation but it was oh, so nice bless him. It, it was so sweet and, and it was just like all it did was just restore my faith that not everyone's gonna ghost yeah. and um there's like good eggs out there and it was like oh that's why I had to then persevere meet that person even though we didn't work out but it wasn't because it was because we had there was like we just weren't compatible which is fine rather than them just not liking me or anything like that and then just that nice message it's like okay that's like that was the reassurance it's like so if you just persevere which again goes to like so I've got my three p words that I have carved into a ring that are like patience perseverance and positivity and those three words have massively helped me in the day for sure it's 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 really tough waters to navigate sometimes isn't it dating yeah Um, and I think like especially after the pandemic people are just particularly like really fickle because they're just like they've been given this freedom no one wants to commit no one wants to settle um and everyone's just a bit a little bit messed up so it's quite hard to navigate but yeah I've learned so much and it has actually like as much as like there were a few times we like was beating me down but then it's mm. it's then kind of grown my confidence as well once I've like pushed through which Absolutely. I think is like yeah a good yeah it's been a weird little journey but like a good one yeah that's incredible ultimately yeah I I previously kind of like jumped from relationship to relationship and and I was just never single and then um yeah same a good while ago now probably six years ago I was like I'm gonna have a year of being single because I what I found was I just kept molding myself into that person the person I was with each time so like one would like rock climbing and and like mountaineering so I would and then one would like whatever it was and so I would and and it kind of just kept going like that so I had this year out just to really explore and it sounds I know it sounds so eat pray love but I'm so pleased I did it because it just gave me that chance to explore like what did I like what was I interested in who was I yeah that is so true and uh, annoyingly it did actually have to take a pandemic for me not to go from one relationship to the next but that's great that's that's what it took is what it took yeah but um yeah oh my god I learned so much about myself because like yeah I would just go you'd go I'd go from one to the next to like get past the next one like yeah. get over the old one with the new one but that's not obviously not always the right way I mean sometimes I'm not saying like not disregarding that but um a hundred percent like really have enjoyed my single yeah. life oh that's amazing embrace it it's I think as well societally we're just fed to this message like we need to find someone settled down and then there's this whole like path in life that's mapped out and yeah like it's quite freeing when you realize that actually you don't have to follow that path it doesn't have to be exactly like that you can do it your own way it's your life you've only got one of them you may as well live it as you kind of want to as you enjoy it yeah exactly like there's such a stigma around being single and people just assuming that you're lonely or you just can't find the right person but actually like being single is (laughs) again going back to that podcast the new mindset who this one and he says like being single is kind of like your can be like your superpower like you've got so yeah. much freedom you can do whatever you want like you haven't got to negotiate or compromise absolutely and that is a very very free and feeling yeah. for sure as you said like you you share loads of stuff on instagram stories you are one of my favorite people to watch online um 
has social media played a big part in your life yeah massively like I think as well like even though when I'm away on my own I sort of feel like I've got the cult so I feel like I should explain that (laughs) which does sound a bit crazy basically I don't know who I don't even know where it came from but when I released the scrunchies someone coined the term the scrunchie cult and then it became a big part of my business like yeah when you buy a scrunchie become a member of the scrunchie cult um so I feel like I've got like the scrunchie cult with me when I go away yeah which is really comforting and like we said earlier about like we're so lucky to have a community on our Instagrams it's just all like kind and supportive um and obviously I mean like not to disregard like my real life mates and my family um but it is so nice to have that community on there and they like genuinely pulled me through like especially the whole of the like pandemic yeah. and everything it's just it's mad how much of a supportive community and also like how much they know about me because of obviously <laughs> I share on stories so it's like if I'm going to share that much of my life they're gonna like feel like they've got to yeah. know me but I, I like like I only share what I'm comfortable with yeah. and I know my own boundaries and um but I kind of like that they sort of know they kind of get me they know like I'll get people to send me like a product they've seen that they're like oh my god you'd love this or someone will send me like a meme yeah. or a TikTok because they're like you'd love this and it's oh. such a nice feeling like you know me it is it's so nice it's just like yes thank you (laughs) thank you for sharing that with me oh oh that's amazing um so I'm asking all guests on this series of the podcast if you could add anything to the curriculum to be taught in primary and or secondary schools um what do you wish could be taught and the reason that I'm asking that is because I work in a lot of schools um around Cornwall and I really do a lot of work around body image and self-esteem and anxiety and food and and all of these different things um, with children and teenagers of all ages and there's so much I feel is lacking in the curriculum that's currently being taught and so I'd love to know if you if there is anything that you feel like should be on there. I mean honestly there's so many things yeah but like one thing definitely for example would be like to just be like an open discussion and even like an explanation of what anxiety is or like how it can what that feels like because I specifically remember when I was in it was year seven or eight and um I just remember I just kept feeling sick I specifically remember being in my maths class feeling really really unwell and I didn't know why and I just started to cry because I just felt so sick and I didn't understand what's going on I was sent to the school nurse my mum and my dad would pick me up and this happened like once or twice a week for weeks on end and I didn't know what it was but like it's only in the last few years looking back that I now know that was anxiety but I didn't know what anxiety was at the time and if I'd have known that and been given like the mindset tools to work through that I don't it wouldn't have gone on so long it doesn't Um, it it doesn't go on so long when when you have the right tools as you say yeah and when you know what it is but when when you're worried about what it is as well it adds to the anxiety doesn't it because you're like, well, now, now I don't even know what this is. Why do I feel like sick yeah. all the time? And it's a horrible feeling, like having no appetite and like just that horrible, that's that pit of your stomach feeling. Mm. So yeah, definitely like a lot on that. And then I guess around that would be like mindset work or even about, like I said, about how to have like your mindset tools, your like toolbox, yeah. like you said, that you provide. Yeah. Which would oh, be amazing. And my final question for you is how will you be kind to yourself this week so this week I am planning to cook myself nice food all week Ooh, lovely. because I just fell off the back I just started having like 
so many takeaways or putting a pizza in the oven but I think it's it was also because I was just working loads before I finished yeah. my day and I just kind of like kind of forgot what I like to cook and just forgot that I do like to cook and forgot yeah. how to cook like the whole of it because my mind was just like work 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 yeah easiest thing I can sling in, the, sling in the oven to make sure I do eat and a lot of the time yeah it was just loads of takeaways um but like last night I cooked this roast dinner and even though it used up like every pan in my house it was so like it just felt so even the process of it like to have a music on like I forget yeah. how much I love just like a glass of wine music on or a Netflix series or a podcast and then cooking mm. like a really like a meal that takes ages because then it becomes like an evening thing yeah when I've got time and I forget how much that is something that I really, really enjoy. Um, and I've got loads of Lush recipe books. I want to like spend an evening just going through them because I genuinely enjoy just sitting flicking through recipe books. Yeah. Like that oh, gives lovely. me so much joy. And it just reminds me of like easy, especially as I've got that one. It's like just, um, I think it's called the, oh, is it the, it's like the book that's all about tray bags. It's like the green. The oh green yeah. Skin. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. I've got that one. Yeah. And I've, I've got that and I just forgot about it and I'm like that's such an easy like meal as well and it's so like yeah. it can be really healthy and just sling a load of veg gym mm. so yeah like basically my focus this week is nice food and I'm doing a two-day declutter I think of my wardrobe because I haven't nice. done that for a long time and I love it I know how much a declutter makes me feel good because oh. I de-weeded the garden today because it got out of hand and I felt so good afterwards it does doesn't it I Years yeah. ago, I, I did the whole Marie Kondo method in my oh, home, yes. um, and it took two weeks. I had Easter holidays at the time. I was working in a school, so I had the school holidays, and um, it took the whole two weeks. But oh my goodness, I just felt amazing afterwards. And it really kind of um, set like this precedent for me of like everything has its home in my house and like everything's got yes. its space and so when I'm tidying up as well it just makes things easier because it all goes back to its spaces that it has um and it was really weird because the whole ethos of it is like you hold each thing you own and you decide if it sparks joy or not within your life and I th I cannot tell you how much I gave away threw away that was just rubbish the amount of boxes I had in my house of like things I bought and like the thing I bought wasn't even I didn't even own it anymore I had the box though or the packaging of yeah. it um, and yeah. it was just wow I felt like a new human after that yeah it's such a good thing I can't wait I can't wow. wait um and I also do a thing called like the power hour tidy up yeah so good put, you put on a timer for an hour you write a list and you put on like maybe like I'll put on like my dance part dance party playlist mm. and it's amazing how much you can get done in an hour because you're like working to the clock yeah I can get oh. a general house tidy up like top to bottom done in an hour amazing and it's amazing but obviously I want, I want to do a full like deep deep declutter but like for the general yeah. one that is one of the best things I've ever learned oh like life hack epic oh Emma it has been a pleasure having you on the podcast thank you thank so you. much thank you for having me it's been so good to chat how can people find you online how can people buy scrunchies best thing is to find me on instagram which is bowtie uk so it's b-e-a-u-t-i-e uk underscore yeah. hopefully that's not too complicated wonderful and I will pop that in the show notes as well thank you very much for coming on the podcast I really appreciate it you're welcome thank you for tuning into this episode of the nourishing soulfully podcast I so hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed creating it 
And as a little reminder, because you are a Soulful Nourisher now, you've listened to an episode. As Soulful Nourishers, we know that resting is an investment in ourselves, our well-being, our energetic capacity. We know that play is not just for children, it enables souls of all ages to connect to creativity and joy. As Soulful Nourishers, we know that food is love and joy. It fuels, connects and creates. It is culture, tradition and nourishment. We know that breaks give our minds time to refocus. And we know that relaxing is the act which creates energy. It is not a waste of time. Above all, as Soulful Nourishers, we know that we are doing the best we can with the resources, time, energy, knowledge, wisdom, experience and capacity that we have to hand, always. Be gentle, be kind. You're doing the best you can, always. With lots of love, Peter and the Cats.